This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Senate could take up the $1.9 trillion House passed coronavirus relief bill as early as tomorrow. Democratic Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer says the Senate has the votes it needs to pass the bill. Senate Agriculture Committee Chair Debbie Stabenow says the bill provides needed support for rural communities. Uh, to address what is happening, to keep our rural hospitals open and telehealth care available. And we also, in this bill, are addressing pandemic-related disruptions to our food supply chain to get help for uh, our farmers to be able to get food to hungry families and to offer assistance to farmers of color who have faced discrimination for too long. Republican Minority Leader Mitch McConnell argues the bill is expensive and not bipartisan. Take advantage of the reconciliation process to try to achieve a whole lot of other items uh, completely unrelated uh, to COVID-19. So we'll be fighting this in every way that we can. It is my hope that at the end, Senate Republicans will unanimously oppose it, just like House Republicans did. And I think it's noteworthy that over in the House, the only thing bipartisan about the proposal was the opposition to it. Schumer reiterated the Senate is committed to passing the bill before pandemic unemployment assistance expires in two weeks on March 14th. Farmers' attitudes toward the ag economy remain steady for February, but future policy changes are top concerns. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer dropped two points to a reading of 165. The index of current conditions is at an all-time high reading of 200, but the index of future expectations is quite the opposite. It's at a reading of 148. Director of Purdue University's Center for Commercial Agriculture, Jim Mintert, says that's a 20% decline since October. The weakness in the index of future expectations appears to be related to several factors. First of all, producers seem to be less confident that the trade dispute with China will be resolved in a way that's beneficial to U.S. agriculture. Last summer, 65% of producers felt like it would be beneficial to U.S. agriculture, but on this most recent survey, just 37% of the producers indicated that they thought it would be beneficial to U.S. agriculture. Producers are also concerned about future environmental and tax policy changes that might take place in the near future. The barometer surveys 400 ag producers across the country each month. Here's a word from our sponsor. A recent Farm Bureau poll shows 52% of adults think farmers and ranchers can have a large impact in creating climate solutions. And even more people, 60% of adults, support government-funded research to help agriculture achieve those climate goals. Learn more at fb.org. Global protein demand is estimated to drive soy meal exports over the next decade. Mac Marshall is vice president of market intelligence at the United Soybean Board. He says looking over the next 10 years, there's a lot of emerging markets. Over the next decade, global protein demand in many parts of the Middle East, North Africa, Southeast Asia, Central America are all going to be experiencing pretty significant increases in protein demand. This is just looking at pork and poultry, which are, of course, the two biggest utilization channels for uh, soy meal globally. Marshall says demand is co-located where centers of incremental protein demand are on the pork and poultry side. We look at projected soybean imports here over the next 10 years, seeing that grow also by almost 30 percent spread across Southeast Asia, uh, Latin America, uh, North Africa, and then meal imports as well 
for markets that um, may not have that uh, crush capacity and are direct importers of meal rather than crushing uh, soybeans um, for animal feed in, in the country of receipt. Similar story here. While China has been the current driver of soy exports, Marshall says it is critical to understand that country was once a small market for the U.S. too. Republican Senator Deb Fischer of Nebraska and Democrat Ron Wyden of Oregon introduced the Cattle Market Transparency Act of 2021 today. The bill, also introduced last year, aims to restore transparency and accountability in the cattle market by establishing regional cash minimums and equipping producers with more market information. The U.S. Cattlemen's Association and American Farm Bureau Federation were quick to throw support behind the legislation. That's all for today's Drive Time. For the latest agriculture, trade environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.